0: like an air map across the whole country it is pretty ridiculous how much has gotten like it's it's gotten to cancun it's like about to hit guatemala like what what's the deal it's a this is, this a is world. what's the
1: deal with air quality for the week of june the 12th be with you
0: see the thing is i'm a i've always you know this i've always been a climate change denier I
1: right, we, we we are you know we are all about that here. We are all about that.
0: Uh, it just doesn't make sense. Um, how does something cold become hot? Who knows? You know, the,
1: the Jurassic Park man, I think his name is Michael Crichton, says um, the most foolish thing, something like this. I'm not going to quote him directly, but it's like the most foolish thing that humans can do is to think that they could really, you know, affect mother nature. And he's he wrote a book. Right. So he, his book is about dinosaurs. So that's where I base my that's how I believe that there's no climate change, right?
0: I think humans killed off the dinosaurs and they're too embarrassed to say so.
1: Oh, it's like the same time as as humans, dinosaurs and humans at the same time. Jesus was there and he was like Luke 10:13, I saw upon these terrible abominations and so, thusly w- wiped them out. What if what if like why, why they should amend the Bible um, because sometimes, you know, they like say it, it It doesn't make any sense uh, uh, with the dinosaurs. And, and you know, they, there's like sort of a dissonance between that. So what they should do is add a new part of the Bible because they've been doing they've done that before. Plenty of times like King James Bible has changed the Bible a lot. So add a new part of the Bible where Jesus is like is like, you know, love thy neighbor but not thy dinosaur right and just and then and then jesus goes ham wild and kills dinosaurs right and then and then they're like okay so this is why there's no dinosaurs is like jesus was up in the mix and there was the giant um like apostle there was like the christian dinosaur war where um dinosaurs believed in you know jewish god uh christians believed in christian god and they couldn't agree that it was the same god and then they fought each other to death
0: that makes sense to me i like it the video games make sense to you should we talk about them this week i guess so
1: all right so the so there's so many crazy video games this is one of the most insane times this year is 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 popping off this is going to be the end up being the best year for video games and last year i thought pretty much i had never been a better time to play video games to play the video games especially
0: if your air quality is bad
1: yeah stay inside Normally we talk about air quality on this podcast and it's a really, usually fans of the show know that this is an extremely short podcast because usually we just say, how's the air quality in your area? It's pretty good. Okay. Nothing to, nothing to report. Now but we then finally have something to talk about. We finally, about. it's crazy because this has been finally after years of making this podcast, it's been over a decade and we finally had a, a subject to talk about and we missed it. It was finally, we finally had the chance to talk about bad air quality.
0: I mean, these fires are going to be going on all summer, so you know, we might have something to talk about.
1: Let's give them something. To...
0: Pe- people are showing up. uh, you know, firefighters from all across the globe are showing up. Uh, Zelensky's like, I could send you guys firefighters, and it's like, aren't you busy? Wait, wait, hold
1: on, Zelensky, aren't you still in the mix right No? Like, I no. can hang out. He's like, no, like, we, I'm busy, we, but we I got this I on can lock for some reason. This is this is easier than everyone thought. Um,
0: so for now, yeah, stay inside. Maybe play a video game.
1: Let's talk about video, video games that people could play. What video game play? would you play? So the first one I think we got to talk about the the um Dhalsim elephant in the room is oh man Street Fighter. Six. You're not
0: gonna you're not gonna get inside baseball on me, are you? Because um, I know when it gets to fighting games, you like to you like to get too deep.
1: Well, I mean, I got to go a little inside baseball, but how do
0: we we got to make sure we don't lose the
1: plot? Okay, so the the first thing I would say. The, the first and most important thing that I would say about Street Fighter Six is that it is the most feature complete fighting game it's a, ever it's a complete
0: released. package you know and and we've been saying this uh for a while now about Capcom you know they they've been they've been releasing bangers right like I, and you know there's a caveat there maybe you know not everyone's gonna like Street Fighter Six but it's hard to argue that it's not Um, a full roster, new mechanics, uh, a full story mode, and working online lobbies. Well, I think... Uh, Great trial modes for all the characters, guides for all the characters, and uh, some of the best onboarding for a fighting game uh, with the new modern control scheme that we'll talk about soon.
1: Yeah, there's that, and then then I, I gotta mention some of the other wild stuff, and that is that... Okay so so yes there's all of that there's a you could spend a 1000 hours in the single player mode or whatever trying to unlock everything and redo everything Have you played it? No, I haven't had a chance. If I Yeah, I'm gonna, so yeah.
0: let's talk about it a little bit, right? Sure. So this new mode World Tour, this is like their story mode and you know, when you think about like Mortal Kombat, it it feels like Mortal Kombat has that like linear cinematic Uh, story on lock like that's the Mortal Kombat thing like like they do that so well so I guess like Capcom realized like we can't really compete in that space so instead they made like this sort of like RPG light Yakuza world where you build an avatar uh, and you go through—I forget what it's called, like Metro City or something like well, that. Well, Metro City is the yeah. Where the the mayor is Mike Hagar, and you meet the cast of Street Fighter as coaches, and they teach you like their moves and their style. So you, your avatar, gets the normal moves from, uh, one of the characters in the game, uh, and you can change that through the story. Dawson teaches uh, you how to
1: stretch your limbs.
0: And then you assign specials, so you can uh, go to Chun Li, and she'll teach you like this is Kikoken, and or you know Sh- uh, Ryu will teach you, sure you can and you can mix and match those onto your character. And as you're going through, you're unlocking new clothing items, which are granting you uh, new bonuses. There there are set bonuses on the armor sets, uh, and and then you're just going around doing side quests, and and it's interesting because the different side quests around the world are secretly teaching you how to play street fighter 6 like they're teaching you like how to do a parry but not like saying it right out they're like you need to dodge this this object in time right so they're like little by little teaching you how to play the game
1: yeah there's one where it's like i've seen so many mini games and there's one where it's a mini game about teaching you how to charge up and charge down and it's like you're it's something where you're like chopping um like cinder blocks or something in different directions like the the, there's a lot of mini games that like hide um teaching they hot they hide lessons into it and that's really really good that's that is really really smart obviously like the well i think one of the biggest things there's there's so many problems to onboarding new people in fighting games i think because fighting games have been so complacent um it's it's worked for them in this in this like niche genre to just say um like well how do you learn it okay you just learn it like you just you know you 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 do outside reading you study you if if the game now that the games are like on home consoles then you got stuff like practice mode and you're just going to sit in there and you know, read a combo online and then try it out in this game. But um, now they have, like, they haven't been trying to do things that, like, teach people the mechanics in a, in a fun way that they'll remember and that they won't think that they're, they're learning. Um, fighting games have spent a lot of time just being work, you know? Instead of having the, like, it, it is really good to have these tutorials um, and, like, mini games that teach mechanics.
0: Yeah. So that's impressive. They still have, like, the arcade mode, um, like I said, they have combo trials, uh, which are pretty robust. They have, like, basic, intermediate, and advanced for all the characters. I I feel like they really are teaching you, like, these are moves that you can link off of, like, this type of punish. Yeah, they they, they
1: do that thing that I, I, I think that the combo trials are pretty good and robust in the way that they um, teach you some theory where, um, like, a good example, like, I mean, here's, like, the example I, I would go to is that... Um, uh, I was playing Marissa, and her one of her moves is like an ex move. She does like this ground bounce. and she can do attacks after it. Um, and in the combo trials, they have you do like, like they have you do a combo that ends in this move because this is one of her biggest damage moves. And then three different combo trials have you ending it in a different way. So it's teaching you, you know like well in one combo trial i saw you could do quarter for so the quarter circle forward kick move and another i saw you could do down forward heavy punch twice i and in another one i saw quarter circle punch like there's all these different things that they're um teaching you there's also a um i don't know if you did this but there's also a uh like character tutorial thing yes um and it's really good like It's really good about, um, it, like, it'll, it'll straight up go from move to move, um, from, like, normal to normal, from move to move, and it'll say, like, oh, here's Marissa's, uh, uh, flying punch attack, it's, uh, it's invincible to lows, if your opponent's, like, mashing a lot of lows, this is a good move to use against it, um, it's, uh, you can continue your offense afterwards, so it's kind of, it's, the, the game does have frame data, um, if you go into uh, practice, you can turn on like a frame data mode that shows uh, the frame data of the moves. But um, I like that at a glance, um, this mode is teaching you this. And if you um, this is something that I I never want to lose, I'm happy that fighting games are doing this. Um, The the uh, I think strive was the first to do this, but it's like um, videos of the moves in the command list. Um, And there's, a, there's a, a short kind of, there's like a brief description that'll say something like, you know, this is, this is uh, an attack that's invincible to highs, and it's, you know, uh, very unsafe, so don't throw it out that often. Or they'll say, like, hey, this move is, after this move, you can continue your pressure. So they kind of give you, like, a little bit of idea about what they're thinking about how you're going to work this move into your game plan rather than just saying like rather than even just not showing anything or or saying like oh you know it's this is a this type of attack they have a little bit of extra that's like this is how you would work that in and i really and i really like those kind of things um like that that is like we we can't go back to not having that
0: yes i agree um sorry i was just getting
1: uh what else i mean messages there's there's so many things by the numbers and I, i i think that it's impressive to say all this because for for me because fighting games as a genre do this thing where no matter what they get right, they have to get some things wrong and I don't understand why this is the case. And Street Fighter 6 might be at least from a package standpoint, the it, it is like the most feature-rich and complete um, fighting game, it, it's really good about doing all these kind of things. There's some other crazy things that are just wild options. Um, so it, here's here's a crazy option for for this is for like an intermediate player. Um, Maybe to like new to intermediate, and this is like a really this I think this is wild. Um, there's uh, a in if you go to training, if you go into the training, there's preset options for certain things. So there's an anti-air mode where you can oh. turn. You, you, there's preset options for for all these things for for throw teching I think for um, uh, counter di for parrying there's um, a preset option mm-hmm. so like I turned it on to to anti air and at at random intervals the Ryu would just jump in and 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 would just do a jump in and the, this kind of stuff is so good because it, it's it's another thing pushing I I think that. One thing about fighting games is that they put too much onus on the player usually. Um, and there really is, it, it, it is so important just because people who like the game don't find it that frustrating to, like I like, I like Tekken 7, right? And Tekken 7 has no um, uh, fight, has no combo tutorials or anything like that. And uh, I, just because I think it's fine to go onto YouTube and uh, like research a combo or something and practice it. Uh, th- that barrier to entry legitimately does stop people. It it it, it is it it's like you have a, this like fantastic book or something like that, but the book is written in Wingdings, and for some people, like they will, you know, they're it's gonna be like okay, I'm gonna learn Wingdings to be able to read this book, and then for other people, it's like, but why would you make me learn that? You know, there's ways to there's ways around this, and uh, I I really like that they're um simplifying these kind of things. I really like that, that uh that for people who are new and maybe like have just you know don't don't have their brain practiced for anti airs, that instead of even having to set up a, a dummy to like jump in at random intervals, that there's uh it's it's called basic training settings and it, it already it, it has like, you know, some nice tutorial options to instantly turn on and and use and I, and that that kind of stuff is fantastic. That is like a really good step forward. Um then there then for like the, so far the lobbies have been fantastic. Um the uh the friend lobby is very good. It, they they figured it out. They figured out how to not um collapse the lobby when the original person who made the lobby leaves, which is amazing. It's like what I I didn't even know that i that i wanted that as much as as i as i did it's just it's so annoying that that happens but but i'm glad that that they've they've figured that out Uh, oh yeah from a a couple other like just you know basic things that like i just wish all fighting games do that they're knocking it out of the park on is that first of all there's uh independent character rankings yes love that
0: so so you have different ratings you could be a silver Kami but a gold Ken. Which is great because it means if you're trying out a new character, you don't have to worry about uh, fucking up your rank. And that's, it's a, great. that's
1: a huge thing. Is like it causes so much ranked anxiety if you if you've been playing the most with one character and then you're used to that character and you get that character to gold rather than jumping in or or platinum or something, you know, rather than jumping in at platinum instead of you know you have your hundred hour guile and then you're like, hey, I got to learn e Honda. And then you have a, a, a ten minute e Honda, and you're like, well, you know, like I want competition. I feel like I'm I'm ready for whatever reason. Uh, at like, thankfully, you're not jumping back into platinum with the guy. Like, you know, you you you're going, you know, in at a at an earlier level, and like that that and and doing placements again. And and I really like that. Um, there is a out of the other stuff that I like is like there's a battle hub mode that seems like it's popping off, and there's tons of people in it um, where you can just walk around and get to cabinets and stuff. And I feel like they've done a much better job than Guilty Gear does with this kind of thing. Like, I feel like they they tried to one-up Guilty Gear on that. Um, there hasn't been any of the weird lobby problems that Guilty Gear seems to suffer from, where you, like, you know, the person's at a um, cabinet, but you can't, like, connect to it. Um, and then uh, here's here's another huge thing that I, I, I always love to say, is that the there is a... Um, uh, an automatic like ranked or casual mode that just jumps you that you can do other things um, yeah. and be queued. And while you're
0: floating through menus, it just puts you there. Yeah. Can you? I, I need to see. I haven't checked if you could do world tour mode while you're queued for ranked. That would be. I think you probably. I,
1: I, I would imagine you can because it just is this thick bar on the bottom that says you're looking for ranked. But for right now, the 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 speed at which i get ranked games is so quick that you would not it would not i don't think it would be enjoyable even when i try to do like combo trials between um uh ranked games usually it's 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 very very quick and and the loading times for this are very short a couple other like neat things is that like the uh backgrounds are decoupled from the the uh from from what you're seeing and what your opponent's seeing they're decoupled from the actual game. I don't game. like that. You think that you don't like that? I, I think that that's like, I guess that's done in case of like, there's sometimes like illegal backgrounds and stuff like that. So if there's a, you know, if anyone wants to c- complain that there's a background that they don't like, you know, they could just set it to the training stage and then they'll always yeah. see training stage.
0: I mean, this also means that we can mod in horny backgrounds, right?
1: It should be that way then, right? Beautiful. I, I think so. Um. So that's, okay. So I think that that's a lot of the, I, do you have anything else to say on the feature stuff? No,
0: although yeah, I I do think that you know while we talk about new player accessibility, uh it's it's worth bringing up modern controls uh too, sure. right? So modern controls uh turns the six fighter, the six button game into a four button game to make it uh more palatable for a controller, right? Um and it also removes special inputs, so no quarter circle forwards, no uh, dragon punch inputs, no 360s for grapplers. Uh, this is instead replaced with like a, a Smash Bros style, like push the button, you know, like push this direction plus this button, and you get a special. There's like a special button. And there's also a modifier button. Uh, I, I, don't, I think they call it like a link button, where if you're holding right trigger, uh, the buttons will do different things, like chain into combos uh and when when you're online they don't like differentiate the matchmaking between modern and classic which means that classic and modern uh people can fight one another you know the downside of the modern controls is you don't have access to your entire move set which is interesting cuz that means that the the balance is a little funny right like there are characters who might be better under modern because of the simplified controls. And there are some that might be awful because they some of their important moves are omitted.
1: Yeah. I don't know if, I don't, I don't know how it gets to that. I'm not sure. I would think that for the most part, they probably, you know, thought about what moves that they need, but, but that is true. Um, yeah. The way that this works, it, like to, to uh, clarify, that is that there's like a light medium and heavy button, And instead of, like, the regular way Street Fighter works, like you said, it's six buttons, it's light punch, heavy punch, uh, uh, light punch, medium punch, heavy punch, light kick, medium kick, heavy kick, and there's another, there's a more complicated term for all of those that Street Fighter fans use. Um, But the uh, modern controls, which are totally viable, and pros are using them, um, which is is a a whole other discussion, I guess, for for another day, um, simplify it to the point where, um, if you there's a light button, if so if you just press the light button you get, you know, a regular light button. But if you hold down like you said, you hold down light button uh uh auto and then you keep pressing light button, it'll keep comboing. And it's it's really cool. Like it, 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 it kind of uh uh picks for like you know, what moves you are at what range. Um and then like you said, there's the smash controls on the special. So it's like, you know, neutral special, forward special, up special or or down special or whatever. So um yeah, I, I, I do, I do like that. I am a little fresh. I am a little annoyed. So one thing that this is like a this is like a little pet peeve. It's like a little issue that that I keep running into, um, is that in the beginning of the game it asks you if you know Street Fighter, and I don't know what it takes from that answer because, it, like, it'll ask you if you know Street Fighter, and then I'll say like Yeah, you know, like I I know Street Fighter. So you should set like, all my controls to Classic or something just based on, on that. But it sets everything yeah. to Modern. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, you have
0: to you have to change it per character. Yeah. Uh, you have to change it in, like, five different places. And no matter what, when you start World Tour mode, it'll always default you to Modern. And you need to get through the first chapter of the game playing Modern before you can make the switch to Classic for uh, World Tour.
1: Yeah, um, it's... It's it's so it's so weird that they that they start off in in modern to me especially because it, yeah. it, it would be it would be fine to uh to not do that it would be fine to uh just ask people in the beginning like that they already since they already have a prompt for if you know Street Fighter then like are you are you an experienced street fighter fan are you are, are you new to the game um th- then it should just set everything there um like it, it it's it's annoying that it's in it's just annoying that it's in my face that for like a modern for someone who's new to street fighter everything is just set to modern all uh, already so they're not going to have this problem but i keep having this problem where like you said you go to a different mode and you pick a character and then you don't realize while you're in it where like after you know 10 seconds i'm like wait why is nothing working oh it's in modern controls Um, I thought I changed this, but, um, that is just like a, my, a little minor issue. It's just, it's almost, it's almost more annoying to me based on the fact that they ask if you know Street Fighter. That is just frustrating to me. Why, why, what is that question doing behind the scenes? Like what, don't, don't even waste my time. Like, why would you waste my time with that question and prompt if there, if it has no, If it's not doing anything, why is it not like changing something on the background, on the back end to be like, this is a, you know, that don't show them like if you, if you say you don't know Street Fighter, it should jump you right into really basic tutorials. If it says, you know, Street Fighter, it should just let you not have to do tutorials or go to like, or, or skip a bunch of tutorials to like, here are, you know, Street Fighter six specific mechanics um, that you don't know because you you sure. you know she's yeah, yeah. you or not like so it just that just, that just is a little annoying um anyway
0: so to... well, let me ask you so let's say before we get into some discussions about the actual mechanics of the game so if if you have a friend and they're like uh they've always been curious about Street Fighter uh but they never you know really got into it maybe they've played one fighting game and they liked it maybe they've played Smash or something and you know, now they're curious, like, oh, maybe I should try getting into, like, a, a real fighting game. Uh, would you say that this would be a great, a good starting point? Like, is oh, this a thousand
1: percent. This? It's not even, it's not even all the things we just said. Like, there, there is so many tools in the game. It, it's, you, you have every tool there for you really well laid out, I think, in the game for, um, you know like there's the combo mode to teach you combos there's you know modern controls if if you have issues with that if if you don't like the inputs or you struggle in that direction um, and then I think the the maybe the most important thing is just how much content is out there that's not the ranked mode I think for a lot of people that is a big thing um I, I saw a post that I, I for whatever reason I've just been thinking about this post but there it was like this old, Japanese couple that was saying that, like, oh, thank you for adding this big, like, all this, um, uh, like, like world tour and all this single player stuff so that I could finally like play a fighting game and not be stressed out, um, by going online. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just been thinking about that is mm-hmm. that for, you know, for when, whenever I, whenever a new big fighting game comes out, for me, I, I'm looking at it for, for, You know, just basically one thing. For the most part, it's just like is 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 it balanced? How is the rank system? Is the game fun? You know, to fight other people with. That's like my main thing. But um, but there are tons of other people that are buying these games that aren't really, that don't care about getting better. They don't care about the um like PVP aspect of it. And it's so important that this game has so many modes and a massive single player mode and all these mini games and stuff because it's something that someone could buy this and play hundreds of hours and never have to fight anyone else. And 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 the the cool thing about that is that like for maybe someone like saran the collector or something, you know, you could get this game, you could play a bunch and if you never want to fight anyone, that's fine. Maybe you know, the, maybe the, the the my hope and maybe the hope of Capcom and the developers is that you are playing, you know, thirty hours of this story mode, and you get used to the modern controls. And there's all these mini games teaching you aspects of the game, and you're learning about pairing and 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 the drive impact and all these these different types of techniques in the game, and then maybe. Um, you know, after 30 or 40 hours of that, you won't have as much anxiety. Maybe you will just be like, hey, I want to, you know, take this online. I want to I see, maybe I'll play some, like, player matches, not ranked or anything like that. Just see, like, if I learned anything or, like, how this kind of thing goes. This is a different thing to onboard you um, that there's, it's good that there's so much to do if you are, if you don't want to just jump in and do ranked. And, and, and for that, I think that this is the easiest to recommend fighting game ever released. I think by far. I can't, I can't think of other than the Mortal Kombats, which also do, like you said, Mortal Kombat does like a fantastic right. best, best fighting game. Best fighting ever game stories like. and That's stuff what I like, like that. To hear.
0: Best fighting game, Street Fighter Six. All right. So, uh, combat systems. So, this is where uh, you, you're a little uh, tepid on some of these new systems, but I, I think that there's some interesting stuff here. So, for people who know about Street Fighter, uh, one thing that I find really exciting and interesting about this game is uh, the heat gauge. So, the heat gauge.
1: Drive. Is, heat, oh, heat is Tekken. Heat. Oh, drive. Okay. Slime. slime but then there's gauge. like,
0: you could, you, could like over, you could like overheat or whatever. Overdrive. So, but, so, Burnout. Burnout. That's what it's called. So, that's where the heat comes in. But, anyways, so it's this. Bar that controls a bunch of different mechanics, including your EX moves, which are called overdrives, uh, your parrying and your drive impact. And the thing that I like about this meter is that you start out with six bars, which means that right away, as soon as a round starts, you could just slam EX moves. And and in, in even like Street Fighter 4, when you're like, and, and maybe this is true for 5 as well but it felt like uh, you couldn't really slam on those bad boys. You know, those th- those EX moves were for a special occasion, but now they're on a bar that's regularly regenerating. Uh, and, you know, if you, if you exhaust it, you burn out for a while. You don't have access to those abilities. You become weaker. But then over time, you get it back. And then it, it, when it comes back, it's full again, and you just get to slam on more of these moves so the thing that i like about this game is that it has a lower time to kill right where uh in order to lose a match you typically you're making more mistakes when you're losing a match in this game compared to something like strive where in strive it could be like i made like two or three mistakes
1: Hi- higher to time kill. to kill yeah it has a higher time to kill yeah i mean like there there is a lot of there's a lot of footsies. It's
0: very game. footsies, but at the same time, with that meter, you you feel like you have a lot of options and possibilities and a lot of opportunities to express yourself in combos. And I think that for those reasons, uh, that's why I'm enjoying this game so much, is I never really feel uh, hamstrung.
1: I mean... So there, there's so much to say about this. It's kind of wild because almost everything is tied to this bar. It's it's really fascinating um, to just, like, clarify some of this. Like you said, there's parry, parrying, um, drive impact, which is these probably, like, the biggest, strongest um, Street Fighter mechanic, uh, universal mechanic that that has ever been added um, in a Street Fighter. Because Street Fighter will typically have these, like, universal mechanics. Um in every entry. Uh, one of the biggest... I mean, like, I think it was less so... Definitely less so. Two didn't really have a universal mechanic. Three had stuff like um, switching, you know, the super attack and um, how that worked. Because different supers... And parry.
0: And, and, and
1: parry. Um, and with uh, four, they added, you know, focus attacks. And that was, a, that was a huge thing. Focus attacks and focus attack dash canceling and stuff like that. Um, and... With this one, it's it's definitely the biggest that they've ever added. There's a there's the two big kind of like universal things that you're doing is that there's the parry and the parry is weird because I kind of don't love them calling it a parry, um, because the perf there's a perfect parry and that's like you know you parried in time to the opponent's attack, um, and if you don't do it perfectly and then it then it kind of actually works like a parry where it cancels your block stun and then you get to act very very quickly so you can like parry and then hit someone in there while they're doing the move um and then there's just the regular parry which is if you're holding it down if they still call it a parry but you just kind of like block the move without taking any chip damage or um drive gauge because that's a big thing um when you block special moves in this game, you lose drive gauge kind of like, it's just like big push and pull um, with the drive gauge where uh, even by, by blocking or getting punished, you're losing your EX meter, right? In this game, like if, if we're, if, if it's the street fighter style of EX, then you're like, everything you're doing is affecting your EX bar from, you know, like if you're, if you're blocking, you're losing it. Um, if you're getting hit like with like uh, you know a super, you're losing it. Um, if you get a punish, you lose even more of it. And um, so like everything is kind of based around this meter. Um, then the other thing is drive impact, and drive impact I said is the strongest uh, uh, universal mechanic in a Street Fighter. The uh, thing with drive impact is that uh, it is the two heavy buttons. Uh, like I, I guess to like you know. To not that that's important, but uh, the it's actually a little important for for stick players because it's it's kind of hard to reach those buttons on a quick reaction. Um, but uh, what happens is it's like a focus attack, but much stronger. The f- you instantly on like the first frame get three f- armor, three bits of armor. So you have to be hit three times, and you kind of move forward. Quickly and then hit, um, and it, it you know elsewhere it works like a focus attack where if it counter hits you get a combo. Um, if they yeah. block it, you know they like nothing. Uh, they get pushed back, which is that's not actually like a focus a combo. Focus, a t- focus attack. Um, there's so much that that goes. This is such a weird, wild mechanic. Um, the yeah,
0: essentially it's like it's a big attack that's very hard to interrupt, and oftentimes. It's going to cause a counter hit that'll lead to a massive combo. So essentially it's like this button that you can hit at any time that says, if you're not prepared for this, you're about to get fucked up. So it, it has this big like noob stomp energy to it, where if you've got a read on somebody's like block string and you are just like inserting a drive impact Every every single time you're gonna nail them on this unless they start to call you on it. So it is I I feel like also that it is this like, you know, the mo most people who are playing this game were, we're two weeks into this game, right? So I, I feel like for the most part, uh people are still navigating their way around this and immediate like in the first day I was like, I don't know if this is gonna be as big of a deal in a, in a, in a month, you know? And I, and I still don't
1: know if that's the
0: case. I, I because...
1: think so, because the, okay. So, so this is like, I'll get in and out of baseball quick. Um, the, 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 uh, drive impact is I think 24 frames. It's it's, it's a right around mid 20 frames, which is on the verge of human reactability. Um, usually, uh like you know people would say a move is reactable at around 20 frames so it's 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 just a slightly bit uh it's like a few frames and, and there's 60 frames in a second um in fighting games typically uh so so it is you know very it's a very tight window it's very very hard to react to and there's uh one thing about fighting games is that there's this whole concept of the mental stack um if 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 you you know know anything about like human reaction um the less that you have to react to the quicker that you can react to it so the the good example of it be it would be like a street light um turning green there, there's it's a binary reaction to it because you're waiting from it to, for for it to go from red to green and then you go there's there's one thing but the more things like if they what what if they if street lights had like you know, a, a blue option, and the blue option was like you rev your engine, but then you stop. And then they had a, you know, a, p- a pink option, and the pink option was like the streetlight's gonna fall down. So if you drive, then the streetlight's gonna collapse on your your car. It's a stupid example, but it's like the more things that you have to look for, the harder it is. And this game, out of really out of because you have to be so respectful of di all the time. It's like the second I push it out of my head. I can get hit by it. And it's just because it's just on the frames, uh, barely on the verge of human reactability. It's like, if, especially because we haven't even talked about one of the big things, which is when you're in the corner versus this move, which is, this, is, this thing feels so un-Street Fighter-like to me. Um, but when you're in the corner versus this move, um, if you block, drive, impact, uh, your character takes like a few steps backwards. And if you hit the corner... Um, you get like dazed. Um you and bounce. if you're in burnout and you've lost all your your EX meter, um, while you're in burnout, there's your options for dealing with this dwindle down to basically nothing because normally in the corner, your answer to to this whole like DI shenanigans would be that you're you're, you're you're watching for the regular stuff you're watching for a jump in the overhead the throw all these kind of things and you're really looking out for that di in the corner because that's the thing you're you're really worried about because your opponent will get like a big combo off of it um but if you and your answer to it is that you can and can't always cancel any move into di uh if the move is cancelable and if you di after they di then you'll break it and then you get a combo. So it's dangerous to just throw it out willy nilly for for them for you know like offensively because if people react to it, they get a huge punish to it. In the but in the corner, um, if you are burnt out and you don't have any ex gauge, then you don't really get a good. Normally, you could also parry. That's another thing that works. It's not quite as good as reacting with a di. But um, uh, you you really don't get many options to deal with it, and it feels very. It's like very scary. Um, to To play in the corner in this game, I think from a spectator standpoint, I'm really interested to watch tournaments because, especially like you know, top te- top eight at Evo or whatever is going to be so intense. When you know someone that you're you 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 you're watching that um, scrappy Jamie player, uh, and they're in the corner, and and you're like they're burnt out, and you're just terrified because you're like, oh my god. When is it gonna happen? I mean, when is it
0: yeah, come? but but that's like that—that's good though, right? Because like there, there should be a punishment for burning out and then losing the corner, right? That's that's that seems yeah, yeah. Reasonable. It's inter- it,
1: I, it is. It is. It, it's really interesting. I mean, like it's more
0: yeah. For, and are are you seeing a lot of DI in uh, tournament play right now?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I watch a lot of pro play, and there is a lot of DI, and there's a lot of not reacting to DI right now um be, just because especially does I the... mean
0: ryan galloway friend of the show is one of the best street fighter six players yeah that's awesome congratulations ryan galloway that,
1: that or just the the mental stack yet isn't isn't there yet like when when people get better that like or we're like mixing him up more that that he'll be worse at that
0: yeah because he's real good right now he's real good at that, at, at, at reacting that that's to a guys. it is and it's a good specialty to have uh any closing thoughts are you are you um, optimistic about uh, this game?
1: overall, I am. Um, is that there's a few minorly inside baseball notes that I I, I don't love. Um, so the, the like I said, the DI mechanic, the drive impact is very very strong. Um, I one thing I don't really like about it is that it it works since it works on frame one. Um, the other. It's, it's it's really good defensively um, as just this basic thing that people are, like, in block strings, people are just, like, hitting this. Um, and why I don't love it is that... Okay, so, so this kind of gets into... This game is very polarizing for, for me to play, and I think it's polarizing, f- f- like, at a skill standpoint, because it, at, in one second... It is like Street Fighter Three. Tight levels of like the the footsies are very like the 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 spacing, the neutral game, all of it is so technical and so hard in this game. It's it it's like from a high level. If you took out you know drive impact and parry or whatever, I would think that this would be like one of the craziest, most hardcore, hard to play fighting games because it would just be. You know nothing but you and your normals. A lot of times, just trying to footsie and like, you know, do neutral. And so, in one second, it's like, you know, you are, you know, walking back and forth and really trying to perfectly, you know, like get that you just barely hit someone with your, your your medium kick or something and cancel. Um,
0: hold on. I almost don't think that's spicy enough, though.
1: Uh. So so you know you have this really tight footsie game. And then you have this really like I, I I like I hesitate to say scrubby, but it's just like you just hit it, and then when DI happens, it absorbs three hits and moves across the screen and ha doesn't really have especially if it if, if the person doesn't counter DI it, it it it's it's generally pretty safe to throw out. So it's just this easy thing to kind of throw out. And and why I have a bigger problem with that is that normally okay, so Street Fighter f- normals. This this might be you know. uh uh, in the weeds but street fighter normals are balanced really tightly where a normal that has like really good reach usually isn't cancelable and the whole purpose of it existing is usually that it's something you might use as like a poke or in footsies or it serves a purpose of like you know this. This is an extremely far-reaching low, and it doesn't cancel into anything. You can't get any damage. You can't get a combo. But it exists as something that you're poking, and you're taking up space with it. This is like the kind of the whole thing about Street Fighter versus a lot of other fighting games. Is you're you're thinking about spacing and footsies, and you're moving in and out of ranges, and you're trying to you know whiff punish and all this kind of stuff. Now the problem with Street Fighter six. From what I what where I feel like this is going to go in a negative direction is that if you throw out these non-cancelable normals, then the best thing for your opponent to do is to walk back and forth and then hit di because if you throw out like these poking normals, then and, and these like footsie based normals, then your opponent's just gonna um, di you and get a lot of damage. Uh, you aren't really safe in this game unless you're. Uh, Unless you're using cancelable moves, so I think we're gonna head more like and and here's here's like the here's like a a good example of is it is it I've been playing a lot of Jamie, and for Jamie's normal combo, the way that it works is you like uh, like I would jump in you know do a heavy heavy kick, and then the first thing you do in the combo is you do standing medium punch and standing medium punch for Jamie isn't cancelable, but it is so plus frames that you can link off of it which is like you know like it, like if i hit someone with it yeah then then i have time while they're still in the hit recovery i can i can attack um Oops. so so a combo for jamie is like you do this stand medium punch and then you do a link into um crouching uh jab um but the the issue is that because stand medium punch isn't cancelable that if I jump in and I use that normal, then I can get uh, drive impacted because I'll just sit there um, with like whiffing, like hitting them and they they armor through it. Um, So it's making it so I want to stop doing that and start jumping in and just jab, 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 jab to react to if someone is going to DI me to counter DI them, which I don't like. I don't think that 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 is like, I think that that is like, a, it's going to be a systemic. I think it's going to be a systemic problem that might cause issues in the future. To these poke normals, to um, one thing in, in Street Fighter is frame trapping, and frame trapping doesn't work in this game. That's something that I'm doing a lot. Is like I know that I can frame trap my stand medium punch, but if people, once people, uh, what, it, it's like I have to rewire oh, my brain because there's certain people I... who let me do it. And I yeah can... I don't
0: know about that I, I feel like because I I feel like I am getting frame traps going uh, especially with like JP who just like uh, cheats his way to frame traps with some of his moves and also like uh, Perry rush which we didn't really talk about is you know that that even more complicates the the idea of frame traps because you're adjusting the frame data on moves. Uh, in a way that your opponent might not be ready to anticipate.
1: Yeah, that's a really weird thing in general and like that's another big in the weeds thing, but it's just weird. I, I think that it's it's also weird because for me par- the parry rush system, the drive rush system is really fun and and it, and it and it it's opening up a lot of creativity, but one really weird thing is that it makes the game very anime um in that it it is not, like, parry rush is really, really fast, and it's it's hard to... You can cancel... Any cancelable normal, you can um, input a dash, and then it uses... It does use gauge, um, but you can just, like, you know, fly forward and get yourself either in position to do... Like, cr- you can do crazy stuff. Like, you can do an overhead, and then you can link off of it, which is a completely non-Street Fighter kind of thing. You can grab people in it. It's, like... This is a, this is a Street Fighter game in that I think, you know, like there's a lot of like non reactable stuff, which is pretty weird. Uh, like I, I don't, I, I don't know if people are gonna be able to consistently or ever react to like a, a block string into, dr- into the drive rush into like an overhead or a throw or something. Like that is like really really crazy timing on that. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: overall though, and I, and I think that we should move on, because uh, we've been on it for a while, but. Uh, I think it's a great roster. I think that for a 1.0... 18 characters on launch. For a 1.0, it's really impressive, especially. And Capcom has been having a really good track record of updating their games and keeping things tight. Even in, like, Monster Hunter, they were doing, like, balance passes. Uh, So I'm pretty excited right now. You know, balance is a little out of whack for some characters uh, based on... An early read of the game which you know is still early but some of it is like very obvious that some characters are better but uh i i think it's really great and i hope that people play it people are playing it uh the twitch viewership has been insane it seems like reception on this game is pretty good uh from both you know critics but also like some pro players that i've watched seem to really be digging it so nice job way to go capcom
1: you're not crapcom anymore um yeah you're right actually we, we've, factually we've, true we, we've 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 talked a lot about that um one thing i I really have been waiting to ask you this because uh uh diablo 4 came out and diablo 4 came out i haven't heard a lot of your opinions on it um is this game good is this, this is a good game it's it's just good it's not blizzard didn't a good game. goof it yet
0: no they didn't goof it yet it was also, maybe the smoothest launch in Blizzard history, right?
1: Yeah, they're they're classically bad at launching games.
0: I feel like this was their, and, and people keep saying this is Blizzard's last chance, right? Yeah, I don't know I, how many last I, chances Blizzard has gotten. Yeah, right. They, like finally, like landed on like, it, it's a good game. Like on by all accounts, it, it's a good game. Uh, now, what is a, a good game? Launch?
1: Though, is is it a good enough game?
0: I think so, especially like, you you know, we and I just mentioned this for Street Fighter when it came to like Street Fighter's 1.0 launch, but also this is it's an incredible 1.0 launch uh, for for Diablo Four. So uh, I do want to talk about the differences between Diablo Four and like a little overview of what it is and how it's different. so Diablo 4 is an action RPG, but it has some MMO light elements. It's yeah, not I really wanted as, to
1: talk about that. It's pretty wild. It's,
0: it's not as MMO-y as like a Lost Ark. It is always online. Uh, that's not surprising because Diablo 3 was also always online. Uh, that hasn't been an issue so far. You don't have like people coming in and killing the mob you needed to do. So like it's it's not in the way. And and one thing that is cool about it is you do get that effect of, like, people get to see my character and I have cool stuff. Uh, and, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a boon for some people. Some people might be turned off by the cosmetics shop that this game has. Uh, they are selling cosmetic gear in their shop. That said, uh, they've, they've shown comparisons of, like, this is what our endgame sets look like. This is what our microtransaction sets look like and the microtransaction sets are not objectively better.
1: Yeah, I'm They're... actually I'm actually really impressed like if it, from that angle I'm really really impressed uh, with the way that the gear looks as like you, you know like in Path of Exile you just usually look like this disturbing nightmare hobo and with a bucket on your head And you're running around with a bucket on your head and like a a loincloth and a t-shirt. And like, (laughs) it's really weird. Um, And in this game, I think I look cool as shit in just the regular gear. So I'm actually kind of, as I'm leveling up, I'm kind of excited to get new pieces to see the next piece of armor. Because I think you're right. I think that they, they did a really good job with the regular pieces of armor and I'm excited for for more of it. And for me that's important because ARPGs have kind of moved out of the out of that direction and are moving more into and I understand why this is the case. It's like a lot of them want to do this free to play thing and to make it free to play, you know, it's it's not as much about it's it, the the loot is about the stats and you know, unique modifiers and stuff like that, but it's not about the way it looks because that's how they're getting you that's how they're making their money right is they're making their money by selling um like like uh cosmetic that armor or something
0: extra yeah. yeah
1: and so so this game you know like i'm really glad that it's an arpg where i look really cool and i'm not just like walking around and it's not they didn't just reuse all the same um uh piece like uh 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 types of gear and everything like that and that i'm i'm constantly changing the way i look so so i i i really do applaud them for that um, yeah,
0: so so it is an open world game, and they're leveraging the open world in some interesting ways. Uh, I don't know how much of the game you've played or if you've done any of the dungeons. Uh, I've done one of the w- dungeons.
1: I don't really understand how to use what it gives you. Yeah, um, and, so it's, and, and mostly the world. I just see the, the there's specific dungeons for specific classes, and I don't I can't find any for rogue.
0: Yeah, so the different dungeons have legendary aspects in them that once you complete the dungeon uh you can imprint that ability onto any piece of gear at uh the occultist which is in every town uh so essentially this is a way to get some sort of like lighter legendary affixes onto gear so one of them will be like uh you can some if you're a sorcerer, you can summon an extra Hydra, but it'll deal 30% less damage or uh, Stuff like uh, every time you use a cooldown regenerate mana and you know, like essentially like all sorts of effects And you know, you have a ton of different gear pieces So you're gonna have like a lot of different legendary aspects on your gear that said not every uh, aspect is going to be found in a dungeon Uh, The strongest aspects are going to be on specific legendaries uh, that are mostly only obtained uh, in higher world tiers. So for the most part, you're not seeing uh, the best legendaries in the game until you're after level 50, which is unsurprising. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, You don't want to give someone like the coolest shit right away and then them not have anything to work towards. But I do feel like these dungeons sort of give you uh, something to work towards. They give you an interesting reason to explore the open world, right? Like, it's exciting to, like, see a dungeon and be like, oh, shit, that's for my class. Like, this is exactly something I could use for my build. And then you have this, and you could just keep imprinting it onto gear. So it's, like, something that's always going to be available to you. So that's not without cost. Like, you do have to pay to imprinted onto gear but you know i mean i i i do like this dungeon system and you can i i think that this is kind of like a one-time thing right so you if you could do all of the necromancer dungeons on your rogue and then when you go over to your to play a necromancer you have all these aspects available to you
1: is that uh, true i oh, guess
0: th- yeah yeah so pretty sure 90 percent sure uh the fact checkers will We'll take a look at that. Okay, yeah, so uh, it's an
1: open world, and you are kind of, like, walking around from town to town, and there is uh, that classic kind of MMO, there's blue exclamation points on people's head, and like an MMO, you, I, I find you, you can go to a town, and then they're like, uh, get me 40 ghouls fingers, and then someone else is like, find my child, I, you know, left her with the nanny, and then the nanny took her into the woods, and, and then turned into a ghoul and turn it and she turned into a ghoul. And then you, and then you go into the same area, like a good MMO. And then it's like, okay, I got to kill 40 of these guys. I got to um, pick up, you know, 20 tree stumps and I got to find uh Toby's lost child. And you're doing all that. Um, I
0: didn't do a single
1: side quest. Is that really? crazy? That's all, I that's just, all I'm doing. I feel like I'm like, I not just really... blazed
0: through and now I am underleveled and I'm in the finale and there are no waypoints in the finale because you're, uh, no way, because you're in another like realm in the finale. Unsurprisingly, you're in a different realm. So I'm in this area that's like I'm three levels beneath everything, and I'm just getting fucked up. Because uh, I didn't. Do, do you do think this game is kind of hard?
1: Uh, maybe I'm bad, but
0: so you're not bad. I think that this game is tricky. I think the enemies have a lot of health. And I think that the level scaling means that your gear always needs to be like dialed up, or you're gonna have a hard, hard time living and a hard time killing things. But I have heard that the rogue is among the hardest starting classes. Okay, and so
1: so like a little it, quick around
0: level twenty, especially it really starts to experience some trouble for a while.
1: Yeah, so so I I picked rogue. Maybe some of my initial, especially my initial, um, kind of non like I I wasn't that enjoying it that much right in the beginning. Um, There's there's a couple like like I I I, we we should get into some of the other some of the the more uh, sweeping things. And one thing I would say is that Blizzard for ARPGs, Blizzard has generally done I think the best at making moves. You know, special attacks and moving and attacking and everything feel the best. I think that Diablo Four is the best feeling, uh, like that that visceral, that like second to second kind of like the way that, like the impact of the moves, the 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 ways that they look on the screen. The the uh, uh, one thing I I I, you know like I'm jumping around a little bit. Like the game is gorgeous. I think it, it it is it the best looking ARPG. I think, it uh, I
0: think so. I think it looks terrific. Um, with also like the lighting, the the way it looks with HDR. Um, and it runs on anything. It'll run on a Steam Deck. Most A lot of people are playing it on Steam Deck. Yeah, fun. so this, is, this game it's is fun. like
1: gorgeous looking. I think it's f- fantastic. It's the best looking ARPG. Um, I think that getting the stuff so far, like leveling up has felt kind of slow. I think getting the abilities has felt kind of slow. And then also playing Rogue... Um, I, 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 maybe this kind of stuff changes, but in the beginning I was like, you know, I saw certain moves like shadow step and it's like, oh, that's cool. And, and like these dash attacks and stuff like that. So I thought like, you know, this, this is what I should be doing. Um, this, this seems cool, but it, when, when there's like 15 enemies attacking you, it's like hard to, it, there's a lot of like single target thing. And it's a lot of like you mouse over and target to like shadow step behind an enemy. And it, it, it like, it, it doesn't really in practice, it wasn't working comfortably um and i was really like like dying very quickly and the other big thing like you said is that um i got up to this one boss in the story and i hadn't gotten any new daggers in a while and because of it i was doing nothing i was doing no damage and it was the hardest fight ever but i had recently picked up a bow so i had to respec to like a bow kind of class like a bow version of rogue and then i you know beat it instantly so it is like it is really weird how quickly i feel feel my gear fall out of favor and especially i've I've
0: had that experience too of like i get a legendary that's like lightning based i'm a fire based sorcerer and it's like i just gotta reroll for now and play lightning because that's what i have gear for
1: yeah that's kind of fun
0: i kind of don't mind that because early on those respect costs are pretty low yeah um so I've, I've played a lot of different builds. At the start, my issue was, like, it feels like I'm just hitting with a resource generating move, uh, burning through all of my mana, and then using a resource generating move again. Uh, but eventually, you know, I, I got some new aspects. I retooled my build a bit. And now I'm not using a basic skill anymore. Like, I'm not using a resource generating skill. Uh, So all of my abilities are just damage dealing and I'm regenerating mana off of passives Uh, and and they're they're interesting passives like my main way of Restoring mana is to use a cooldown. So I just have to like teleport around. Uh, I have um, Stuff that's like if you get a lucky hit your defensive cooldown regenerates I have three defensive cooldowns, so I'm doing like this build that's working on cycling through cooldowns, uh getting a lucky hit to restore my cooldowns and then like maintaining my mana that way. Uh and that's pretty neat. Um I am digging that. I I do think right now that my biggest criticism really just is that level scaling because I'm rarely having that moment where it feels like
1: Oh, you're, just, you're 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 killing stuff. You're running around. You're just killing stuff.
0: I just got this piece of gear that like is going to increase my damage dramatically. And now I'm just like tearing through enemies. I feel like that's not happening. And I, I feel like maybe that's not the game that Diablo was trying to be this time around yeah it almost does feel, feel like, like it wants
1: to not be it almost does feel like it doesn't want to i i, I haven't got to the end game stuff and i feel like we're we're ta- we're eat, we're you know getting through this meal a little bit slower than normal but it, it almost feels like it does want to be more of a top-down mmo um that isometric mmo kind of thing where um even like the trash fights are a little bit more intense and require you know like Good use of yeah. movement and stuff to to get around them um know, in a I'll way know that... soon
0: because I did just hit the epilogue so I'll know soon
1: yeah um yeah so 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 i I agree with you that like balance wise um that it, it it seems tougher and I'm having to like respect to deal with whatever I'm getting and if I like run out of and I'm not getting a bow for a little while, then it's like you gotta switch to something else whatever you get more recently um so maybe the maybe uh, uh, some of my complaints would be based more on like the class um that like uh that, like you know my class right now is either m- maybe rogue is better end game or maybe it's a little undertuned or something right now or something because i i i haven't really looked into it but but i have felt maybe i'll like...
0: crush things in pvp right that's the thing by the way this game has pvp oh yeah yeah um end of the game now, and, so and, Which is also a problem for me because I don't like the idea of a game trying to balance around both PvP and PvE. Because it's like maybe these uh, abilities are tuned in such a way that they're not like really melting people in PvP. And I don't want that to be the case. Now,
1: Just, uh, I don't I need mean, PvP
0: in this kind of game.
1: I mean, it could have been built top like from the ground up like that. Or also, do you know if it has different, that PvP has different, like... Uh, scaling and balance. Sc- scaling and sure. balance. Like, that, like the moves kind of change. Because, because, like, I mean, like, Final Fantasy, you know, for example, like, that's an MMO where, where like, they completely change the moves in PvP. Or it, doesn't that work like that for a lot of other games that kind of do these things? Where it's like, there's, you have PvP moves and you have PvE moves. Or when you go into PvP, it'll be like, hey, some of your moves have changed. Yeah. Okay, so overall really fantastic game i i just wanted to ask so you haven't really gotten to the end game stuff yet and also i think that it's uh gonna be a month or two before we get the first season and the first season i think will be a big deal because that will be the kick that right now it's the battle pass yeah, right now it's people getting comfortable with the game, right? But the way that, that that ARPGs have typically worked, or the way that even I interact with them, and like the way that you know you interact with with Path of Exile, is that it's generally a lot of like seasonal based things. Um, that's Diablo 4, uh, Three did this as well, where it's it's a, in a season. You like you start out a new season. You start out a completely new character. Um, there's gonna be you know new seasonal items and and uh balance changes and maybe a little bit of extra stuff and the whole idea is that for a couple months you're playing a necromancer or whatever and then at the end of the season you know your necromancer is kicked back onto the main server the the like kind of like global server where you can just always play at any time with all your characters and then a new season starts and then you're like hey i want to go rogue this time i want to go sorcerer um So we haven't seen that yet. But, uh, you know, I wanted to know, like, how are you feeling about some of the other things about the game. Would you, uh, like, is it your favorite of the ARPGs right now? Not from a, you know, nostalgia standpoint of, like, you know, you have years and years and thousands of hours into Path of Exile. But if, you know, a new season comes out in Diablo 4 and Path of Exile, like, which one are you playing? Which one are you more interested in?
0: So here's the thing, is that Path of Exile... Oh, shit. Uh, I'm watching the, the, the Ubisoft conference, and they just showed uh, Jet Set Radio. Um, so Path of Exile is teasing Path of Exile 2. They released something during the uh, Microsoft showcase and during the PC Gamer showcase. They, they put out two separate teasers, and they said more info coming in July. I have a feeling that they're going to just drop Path of Exile too and be like, go play it. It's in beta. Play through it now. Uh, it looks fucking insane. Uh, the, it looks so tight. Uh, the abilities look so clean and crisp. It's as good-looking as Diablo 4. Insane. So if Path of Exile 2 came out at the same time as the new Diablo season, well, yeah. I can guarantee you I'm playing Path of
1: Exile. Well, that, right? I mean, that doesn't really surprise uh, me. But.
0: but if they were just like, oh, here's another new season of Path of Exile. Uh, it's going to be a nut season, but Diablo 4 also released a season, uh, and last Epic released all there, was like, here, we're at one We Here's the the Rune Lord is finally in the game, and the, and the Warlock is finally in the game. I think I would still go for Diablo 4, just because I want to understand the systems of the season. I want to understand how much of the open world do I have to re-explore each season, uh, I, I was I thinking I those things to too is
1: like there's a lot of there, there's um uh these like account bound shrines and stuff like that where you uh get like you know um statistics you get like stats for your for you gotta, your entire you gotta, some account some of them
0: give you like yeah I mean and some things are giving you like a skill point like regional completion gives you a skill point I know that you don't have to do the campaign again uh which you know besides like path of exile who makes you do that uh, that makes sense. I, 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 I'm I, pretty certain that in Path of Exile, too, you're not going to be replaying the campaign every season. They'll I don't understand. So,
1: like, then how do you level, right? Like, I mean, is there... They'll have a
0: map system, probably. Like, yeah. an early game map system. Uh, you know, they they have so many systems in Path of Exile. They have, like, delve and heist and things like that that they could give you, like, delving and heisting and, like, early maps and just have you level that way.
1: I mean, we're talking about, you know diablo right but, like like how if they don't have a main story that's like a lot oh, of like yeah like what are you what are you doing what, what is that going to look like i guess you maybe can't answer that right now but
0: well there are maps in diablo in the end game
1: yeah but but i'm starting a new character right so yeah they,
0: they might be the same sort of i mean uh you could do that now and restart a character and then you're going through the open world you're doing dungeons i i, I don't entirely know yet because i'm i'm the, I, i'm sure this information is out there i'm just getting to the um to the to the epilogue now so i'll know soon
1: right so so do you like it or not uh, you you, I like, you it. like it um is there anything I like it. i'm like,
0: optimistic about it
1: this is your this is your type of i feel like this is somewhere where where you 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 are um pretty knowledgeable about this these types of games yeah. Just because it's one of my, of one of my of favorite
0: things to do is just to put on an audiobook and,
1: and grind a game like this. Yeah. And or I think feel this like is
0: a, a really good one of
1: those to do that. Like, way. Path of Exile, I mean, like, I haven't seen the endgame stuff and I haven't gotten any legendaries um, or anything very build defining, but Path of Exile is defined by this insane talent tree, skill tree kind of thing, and that there is, like, pretty much infinite creativity when it comes into making characters and everything like that and diablo obviously isn't that type of game but do you feel like diablo is going to suffer because of the builds because i you know have the concern that when i look at the rogue talent tree that it is very much like um so 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 the way that talents and like picking things in this game works is that there's like these big like there's like there'll be like a little node with these branches off of it, and it gives you, you know, that button. So there's, a, so there's a, you know, uh, energy creation, energy generating node where it's like, here's all your basic attacks, and you pick one, and then that's, and then it goes onto your bar. And you don't want, to, and you, you're not picking two from this area. Then you go to the next one node, and that's your, your, energy dumping ability, and you're picking one of those. And you, you are going down this very linear talent tree, right? And one thing I noticed is, at least for Rogue, is that, um, you know, you get to a point where you're picking your skills and it's like every node will have like, here's the shadow, here's a, um, this one does a shadow bomb, and it deals shadow damage, and this and that, and then you go down a little yeah. bit further on the node. Here's the shadow trap, it does shadow trap damage. Here's a node where you imbue your weapons, and li- hey, look at, one of those is shadow damage, and then there's, you know, nodes for extra shadow damage, and they're all actually color-coded. So it almost, to me, be, be, I picked, like, you know, poison or something at some, I pick poison, and I have a poison trap, I have poison imbuement, I have... Um, like all these poison skills. So I'm just kind of going down and I'm picking the green things.
0: Yeah. So, and it does feel like that. Right. And with sorcerer, you could, you could feel like, Oh, there's only three builds of sorcerer. Either you're going ice fire or electric. But what I'd actually found is that. So at the outset, it seems like three. Once you really start to think about it, you see six because you see, okay, there are two ways to build ice fire and lightning. But then as you get even further, you see, okay, actually there's all of these other things going on where I could go conjuration and I'm mixing these things. There are aspects I'm finding that require me to hit the enemy with an ice attack and an electric attack, then a fire attack, and then that'll proc something. Or there's something that is changing this ability into a fire move this move that used to be ice is now fire okay so that's creating a different opportunity so I think that once you start to mix the passives and the aspects that you're getting with the tree because the other thing is that I haven't seen the paragon board, but there is actually a skill tree that is an actual tree that you only access after level 50 that is also giving you a uh, a lot of the nodes are stupid and boring. A lot of them are like dexterity plus five, but the larger nodes are giving you these really impactful abilities.
1: Okay, um, all right. So that that's good. That is really good to hear. Um, so I was I was a little worried about that.
0: Um, it does get a little bigger, but it'll never be uh, a Path of Exile or a Last Epic, uh style of customabil- customizability. Maybe yeah, each I, class has like you know ten builds. Who knows? But still.
1: yeah, I I felt like. Playing to this game, I felt like the getting the thi- the skills has been so slow. And in in Last Epic, I, I feel like for whatever reason, you know, you're leveling up a couple of times, and by the times you're leveling, you're getting these like crazy modifiers onto the abilities that are completely changing the way the abilities work. And that really quickly, in you're like, hey, I'm seeing like a million directions to go with this with these skills. And that in Diablo, I feel much more ground at least for the moment i feel very very grounded like this is you know like you're like here's your choice like are you going to be a ranged rogue or a melee rogue um and then you're getting the choice of like are you going to be shadow damage or poison damage but um and uh you know it's it's it is good so far and i i i want to keep going i i do think that like the story so far has been better than uh, I expect from a Diablo game. and It's a good
0: story, and I hope that you circle back and watch the opening cutscene, because it is nuts. It is an incredible cutscene. The cutscenes in general, especially that first cutscene and the ones in the uh, sixth act, are just really, really impressive.
1: Nice. Um, let's move on. Uh, so you've been playing a lot of uh, The Tears, of the Kingdom.
0: Tears of the Kingdom. And it's it's hard to talk about, you know, we, we've talked about this before, we've talked about this when we talk about Elden Ring, that this is a game that is a little difficult to talk about just because the experience of it uh, is so personal in the way that you go, so much so that it's hard to know uh, what is considered a spoiler and what isn't. But I think that this is a game where immediately I saw... Almost like the possibility space of like, oh, based on the systems that are in this game, uh, based on the, uh, the, the God hand and the fusion, uh, there is the opportunity for them to let you do all of this crazy shit. And the more I play the game, the more I realize like they absolutely let you do crazy shit and the stuff that you could build. And the weapons that you can make and the weird shit that you could do with your shields, uh, it, it just continues to impress me. And I keep having, I've had a couple of moments so far in this game that I've thought like this is a game of the year defining moment uh, that I'm excited to talk about um, once I feel like uh, we're deeper into this game collectively. Wow. So, you just finished the first uh, capstone dungeon, right? The, 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 and, and in this game, you know, in Breath of the Wild, I, I feel like uh, they do this thing where you, you leave the starting area and they give you main quest of, like, go kill Ganon. And that's what they tell you. And then you kind of, like, go off on your thing. Whereas with this one, there is more of a structure to it where they are kind of leading you. You can go in any direction you want. But they suggest you go
1: to the yeah, they suggest to the, in to order. the
0: Northwest first. Yeah. Um, and then instead, a lot of the freedom is in your approach to things. Uh, obviously, you could still go. You, you could just be like, fuck that. I'm going to go Southwest. I'm going to go do the Gerudo area first. But a, a lot of it also is like, I'm going to go into this cave and I'm going to happen upon this ridiculous armor piece that I shouldn't have yet. Or just like, I'm going to go to the underground and I'm going to end up with shit I should not have. Uh, and and that has been my experience over and over in this game.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do. I am happy to see that they... They've made a lot more cinematic things. I think that that hopefully, as I, I I've been a little unlucky with the, what I've found so far. I think I, I, I tried to look in the underground for the thing that you've talked about before, and I couldn't really find it. Um, uh, I do feel like I'm kind of been like aimlessly walking around and not finding anything too unique or cool. And then also, the game is a lot harder. I think most people agree on that. So there's a lot of times where it's like I I find something and I find like a three headed dragon monster, and it's like I don't think I'm ready to tackle this. Like I'm getting like I literally am getting one shot um uh so uh so
0: yeah I, I, there was I a moment in the underground and... where i saw something flying around and i thought to myself absolutely fucking not like there's no fucking way uh and i just like it, it was a moment of actually like being afraid of an enemy and it wasn't a three-headed dragon it was i'm, I'm sure you'll see it at some point but i saw it and i was like absolutely not uh and, and that's been cool but that... how did you find the, the first um the first dungeon? Did you do it? Approach? Yeah, or... I did I did the first dungeon.
1: Um I, I I liked it overall. I think that it was better it was closer to a traditional Zelda than we got in Breath of the Wild. Um I I really, really like the companion-y system. I kind of wish like so, I yeah, like I don't know, I I don't know how much I want to talk about that, um, but but it, it I guess we, maybe we're still in. We,
0: we can assume that people have beaten the first dungeon
1: by have beaten a dungeon. So so one big thing about this game is that you get like a companion. I don't know how the rest of it's gonna work with the other companions. I don't I don't know that kind of stuff yet. I'm really you know in the dark about a lot of things in this game. I don't really want to um, read ahead or or, uh, or watch anyone play this game, um, but I really like that. You had like a, a companion that's that's like uh uh that's in the dungeon. It made it feel more personal. It 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 felt less like lonely. Um, it was cool to have this character by your side the whole time, doing uh like helping you out in combat and and having this ability to. Um, push you forward with the wind gusts and everything really really like that and then i like that you get that ability for the open world that is like yeah
0: and, and wasn't that cool? that is so zelda of like one of the things that i said i was missing in breath of the wild as i said i i miss when you would go into a dungeon and you would get something that then you would use that throughout the dungeon in a way that like you're interacting with the puzzles in a way that you couldn't before and i felt like the companion was that like they found a way to give you almost like a piece of equipment, almost like a hook shot,
1: right? Yeah. I wish that they, they moved that in a little bit. I think that the, that the first dungeon wasn't as creative as it could be, and it still is that weird thing of, like, it's not really using that to the best of its ability. For the most part, I felt like, uh, other than the fact that you could, that, like, moving, using that character to move around feels good, the, for the most part, you're kind of using them to do that, like, to power those generators or whatever. Like, you just use the wind gust to power generator and i think i think that they could have done some cooler um uh uh, puzzles around using him but um even then i think overall it was pretty good and i I liked the fight at the end and everything like that and uh it was a cool fight do you remember
0: the uh, the boss fights from the
1: first game um yeah they're all the same yeah yeah that's i mean that so 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 i think that that From from everything that I've seen so far, I think that every complaint I would have had, actually, I think that they did a good job handling a lot of things. I think that I, I, agree, I agree with you that the, the, the um, all the bosses in the first game kind of look exactly the same and kind of function in, in, in a somewhat similar way. Um, and at least in this game so far, like the bosses are, from what I've seen, the bosses are true unique um, boss fights that are like, you know, spectacles. And that was a very cool, um, that was a really cool fight.
0: Yeah, and and I think that the thing that also has continuously surprised me is the game keeps getting bigger. The more I play, the bigger it gets. And uh, like I, there was a moment where I was traversing an area, and I happened upon a secret, and the secret caused a new main quest pop up, and I was like that blew me away. I was like, are you kidding me? There's more, there's, there's even more. Uh, and yeah, it's just, uh, continues to impress. I, I think the building system is so fun. And now that we've seen like more of it, yeah. uh, like putting things on the shield, like I don't know if you've like attached a sled to the shield yet and gone like snowboarding, like that's very fun. In the beginning I was
1: more worried about, Um, in the beginning I was more thinking that I was like, I I was worried a little bit about how basic the building felt, but then I did now I've, I have gotten a a straight up steering wheel, which was one of my big concerns was like, you know, the there's building, but it feels like, like, I, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how to make it anything more simple than that. Like when you start out the game, there's a lot of times where they give you a plank of wood and like four, you know, uh, wheels. And, and then they'll
0: give you like a fan, and, and a be fan, like, and it's like okay, so
1: so now you can go in one direction forward, but like that's not, I wouldn't call that like a fantastic building thing, but I, but there there it does get more deep, and then there are a lot of these Zonai things in the future that you get that allow you to have greater control and make more of an actual building thing, like build an actual kind of car or a plane or something like or, that, or or a robot, or a robot, so. <laughs> or or a Wang monster. So yeah, there's there there that that is that and, is good. And yeah, just
0: like attaching like rockets and like a spring to your shield, like there were those construct enemies that you have to fight. Um, and I was dealing with this one where uh it, it kept putting uh its weak point like above it and it would create like this massive like set of blocks that were like guarding it. And I solved it by like putting a bunch of springs around or like putting a rocket on my shield and then just like jet boosting up on top of it and like getting it that way. And that kind of stuff is so cool. And it just feels cool as like when you find one of those gotcha machines uh, and it's just like, it's like this one dispenses uh, a floating block or this one uh, dispenses a stabilizer. That feels like almost as impactful as when you get like a new ability in an old Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, here's fire arrow. Like it, it's that level of craziness. And and I also feel like you had said like you were a little bit worried about like the arsenal of like you'd kill an enemy and you would get like this weapon. And I, I do feel like they've they're, as you go through the world, you actually do start to find some interesting uh, weaponry.
1: Well, actually, I was going to take it in the other direction because one big thing that I've had, one big uh, thing that I said last time about the weapons was that they were they, they felt more boring and that they wanted you to fuse things and that, you know, instead of finding a hammer, you just, like, find a stick and then you put a rock to it and it doesn't really look that cool. But uh, since the last time that we've podcasted, I've actually been really, really impressed with how they handled the whole fuse mechanic and now I'm more on board with it. Um, the... Uh, especially when you're fighting like harder enemies they're dropping things to fuse weapons to that can sometimes completely change the way the weapon looks and like it, it is it is really cool and um i i guess like it is a big uh like i i would say that that like it's really remedying the fusing system actually maybe like in the beginning it felt like it wasn't like there's the God hand ability, which and uh time reversal and these feel like strong abilities and then there's fusing and it doesn't really feel like as important. like it, it's like, well, you could just let me find a rock or a hammer or or a you know a an axe or something, like why are you making me take an extra step? But now the more I've played, the more that I really appreciate that you can get what you can find what you want. like if you're if you have like a stick in your inventory and then there's a, um uh an ore there and you want to break the ore then it's not too hard to just go find a rock to be able to make the hammer so I appreciate that but then I more appreciate the fact that that um I think it's cool you're getting way cooler weapons than you ever got in the last one uh, pretty quickly once you are a couple hours in and you're, like, before... I think that th- this is, like, a a, a, um, a way that I would have more fun. So I would, t- I would tell people, like, if I could go back in time and tell myself in the beginning, it, I would say, um like, always fuse stuff to your weapons. Just keep doing that. Like, you, you, you get so much of the attack fusing material that... You should be doing that all the time and not only does it make you deal more damage to the enemies but it makes the weapons cooler it makes the weapons more personable and then you get all this exp- this experimentation um with uh you know you got a hinox uh uh like horn and what if i put it on this weapon what does it create what if i put it on this weapon what does it create and um, I think that's really, really gotten very cool. I, I really appreciate that, and and also it kind of there's times where you when you fight boss enemies, they'll drop fusing equipment, but they'll also drop a like non pickable like an object a, an object that... that you can't pick up uh, that you can't just because normally okay so normally like when you're fighting camps of enemies you you fight uh, you know a a, a dark blin and it drops its um, crown thing. And then, you know, the way that it would work is like, you know, you fuse the crown onto a stick and create a pole, a pole arm or a spear. Um, but uh, you normally you can pick that stuff up and then you kind of just go through the world and then you find, like, I, I mostly still am just finding like, here's a shitty Knight's Claymore. But what makes it cool is you take like a Lazalfo's horn and you make it into a Shimitar or something. So... Um, there'll be I've fought bosses before where it's like a big huge boss and then they the drop stone talus. Yeah, the stone talus will drop like this this like crystal just giant crystal chunk and you can't pick it up or anything. But if you just take like a sturdy stick or something, you can make like a massive talus hammer um, out of it or put like attach it to a sword and make like this gigantic talus monstrosity. So, uh, so I do appreciate that. I think that's pretty cool. I, yeah. It, it's I, I think I think that like that it, again to, to it, it's it's like that system is trying to tell you for people that are for people that that would be annoyed that like you know you're fighting a group of enemies and then you get a cool weapon and then it breaks in ten seconds this for for in this iteration of Zelda in this in Tears of the Kingdom you're getting so many cool things and then you're also customizing the things for the for what yeah you like I almost more. get
0: excited for stuff to break so that i could try something else yeah
1: yeah then it's, it's it's not too bad because then you just jump over to your other thing you just jump over to to yeah, like and, like and, like oh i, I had a, another cool weapon that i haven't used yet and that's important yeah
0: and the items still have like special abilities like there's the feathered swords that like create gusts of wind there's the zonite stuff which gives extra abilities when you attach zonite uh parts to them and then there's one of my favorite ones that i found is the korok weapons Uh, which regenerate blashed items on them, which means that you could make, like, a Dazzle Fruit uh, spear, and it'll keep regenerating Dazzle Fruit on it, which means that you just, like, get that, like, stun effect, or you could make, like, you could use, like, Muddle Fruit on it, and then, like, you could just keep muddling enemies using the spear. So stuff like that I've found to be really neat.
1: I made a, um, I I put a, uh, a like-like, a fire-like-like orb, Oh, and one thing, I, I don't know, I, I hope we mention this again, but I just want to say again how much better the enemy um, diversity is. I think that was a huge complaint for me in the first game, was that you're just fighting, like, the Blends and what is the... Uh, Moblins? What's the other Lizalfos. one? Alfos.
0: Moblins? Alfos.
1: The, yeah, there's the big one, the Moblins and Lizalfos and Blends, And you're kind of just fighting the same enemies over again, and there's, like, Lionels or whatever. But, um... In this game, I feel like there's there's much better variety. I really like that they brought like-likes back because they haven't been in the game for a while. But anyway, when you beat a like-like, like sometimes the like-likes have elemental properties and I, I beat a like-like and got a fire like-like stone and it has been like this crazy thing for the game and traversal and everything where the fire like-like stone is constantly radiating heat even when I'm not swinging it or breaking it. So when it comes to like melting um ice or something like that i can just take this weapon out and stand near it and melt it or stand near wood to, to to light it on fire and stuff and that's that's pretty crazy
0: yeah you could use rubies too for that
1: oh yeah as a
0: as a hot tip and you can also i don't know if you found like magic rods have you found any like yes magic and then you, and then you can receptors? and you can
1: put um if you find a magic rod you can put what like um diamonds and ores and stuff on it to make it um, yeah do
0: different magic abilities yeah so you could put, like, the Topaz in there, it'll turn into, like, uh, electric and stuff like that. So that's neat. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, uh, one of the best, one of my favorite games, I would say.
1: I have been playing a lot of Darkest Dungeon. Two. Two. Um, and I really like that game. I actually am impressed by how much I like it. And I started to get to the point where I was, like, reading more about it in the community, which, like, I don't even you know if I would... Steam Deck? Uh, it, it It is, and I, I but I don't know if they've done the Steam Deck update for it. Um, but uh, I really ha- was playing a lot of this game and I really, really super enjoy it. There's so much to unlock and so much to do right now. Um, I think that I w- was reading originally s- some Steam reviews that kind of felt like they were getting the game wrong and they weren't understanding it because I read someone who was like, you know, this is so much easier than Darkest Dungeon. I beat it on the first try, but there's five acts... The game. I think the game is very hard. Um, uh, there's, there's. You have to kind of beat the game five times, um, uh, and 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 the acts change the game. Um, the there's there's tons of unlocks and stuff. There's tons of ways to like customize the characters. Um, I really like how much diversity they've added to the characters, because there's a bunch of paths, which is like, you know, talent specializations, basically. Uh, a good example of it is like, there's the highwayman, and that's like the rogue, and they have, you know, uh, they have some melee attacks, they have some um, ranged attacks, and uh, they have, you know, like this diverse kit, but but you can talent specialize into like, one is like a ranger where it, it, it gets like, you know, negative uh, melee damage, increased range damage and like all these other different um, bonuses and there's one where uh there's one highwayman where um it gets better melee and then also it uh like it's this crazy thing where it changes how much melee damage it does where it does like 50% more melee damage if it's the first person in the row on your team they call it ranks so if it's rank 1 it's the first character that's like in front of the enemy then it does like 50% more damage and then 25% and then 10% and then like you know negative 50% or something so it's just like it's trying to be up in front so there's it's really cool that they have this this talent special the the uh the specializations the paths um and there's so much i feel like especially as they maybe make even more of these systems, I feel like it almost is getting to the point where it it has that um, kingdom death kind of thing where my first successful run had all these just, like, wild things going on for it, all these, like... You know, I, I had times where I had two characters on death's door, barely, you know, struggled to make it to an end. Everyone hates each other. You know, there's, there's, once you really start understanding. they really
0: hate each other in this game too.
1: What? They really hate each other.
0: Oh, It's so hard to make like a team, team that bonds.
1: It is. It is really hard to, to do that. I think that's been like one of the the biggest struggles is like, is like for now I'm, I'm having a hard time using this utilizing this mechanic positively for myself but um it, at the end of like the sec by the time you go to like the second in um the characters uh start having these like uh, relationship status things and if it's negative it's horrible it's like I I, I somehow managed to make it through with like the, the, my first run on the first act with all negative modifiers but like it, the example would be like uh you, you like two characters have like a negative interaction and now they're suspicious of each other and whenever this character whenever a character uses a certain move the other character on the team is going to stab them in the back it's like crazy the negative horrible things will happen or like um one is like a fearful thing where they'll become vulnerable and take 50 percent more damage for the next attack so this game is like not messing around i feel like it's like it's it's pretty challenging and especially by now that i'm in like the second act um I'm I'm like uh, struggling even more, but I'm having so much fun, and there's so much to unlock, and it it's a really really good game. I, I think that it, it I I'm I'm shocked at how good it is, and I I think that people who like Darkest Dungeon or like Roguelites, uh, uh, this this is like a fantastic game.
0: Right on, uh, new Marvel Snap season started. It's the Spider Verse season, uh, so we've got some new Marvel Snap cards, but. We also have the new Conquest mode launching tomorrow, so I, we, we probably won't have much to say on that this week, uh, but next week, you know, uh, we should have some new information on Marvel Snap. We've got a patch coming tomorrow that is also going to be uh, adjusting fan-favorite card, Galactus, so we'll see what that looks like.
1: Yeah, overall balance is pretty good. Um... Uh, but it feels nice. I, I i guess um they've made it even easier to get to infinite and that's probably based off the fact that for the first time and they kind of didn't tell anyone that this was going to happen but um now it drops you 30 ranks but it does take into account infinite so that means that that was a bug oh it was a bug that was a bug wow um,
0: infinite players will drop uh to 73 in future seasons
1: interesting okay anyway that that was just weird because uh, like I I didn't hear anything about this and I was confused and then you were like oh I'm seventy eight so it just dropped people thirty ranks um and that meant that there were people who you, like for example were like KM best or whatever you said was was uh, like rank two sixty and then he went down to like two thirty so he started off the season straight up in deep 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 into infinite um but the the balance is pretty good overall um maybe there's certain things like high evolutionary um, particularly Hulk might need to get nerfed a little bit. I think Hulk and Wasp are... Uh, I got to Infinite this season with a Lockjaw deck that uses High Evolutionary, and it only uses Wasp and Hulk. Um, High Evolutionary is such a cool card. So so cool. Um, uh, definitely a instantly deck-creating card. Uh, the idea of High Evolutionary is that he adds abilities onto all the cards in the game that don't have abilities so the vanilla um cards that that used to have a deck with um patriot who would buff cards that don't have any actual card text um now there's high evolutionary and i think people are really enjoying him and uh he you know adds a special ability and all the characters all the um cards that have no ability have like a hidden unlocked ability. So like an example is that Wasp is usually a zero one mana or, or zero mana um, one pow- one power card um, and doesn't have any text. And when High Evolutionary is in the deck with Wasp, um, he makes it so that she uh, pings two enemies on the side for negative one power and just like unlocks these cool secret abilities. But one of the, I think that it's seeming like it's strong enough right now to run so like i i've seen decks like this that that uh uh, uh ran uh, i know Educated kelly collins was running a um lockjaw deck where lockjaw already kind of works with these big cards like like hulk or giganto where you're ch- cheating out these cards but one of the things that lockjaw has always really liked is is wasp because wasp is zero mana so you can play lockjaw and wasp on the same turn and, and lockjaw's thing is that when you play a uh, card into lockjaw he randomly he cycles that card back into the deck and randomly pulls one out of the deck and um the fact that wasp in the high evolutionary version wasp is getting pinging two cards on the enemy side for negative one so she she actually has an effect that's really good she has a really good like on reveal effect and then she's cycling back into your deck and then you're getting the chance to get this Hulk and the lockjaw deck um, it, it typically, especially since it's playing Lockjaw, um, it, it, it usually isn't using all of its mana, and usually like turns one. A lot of times, it's skipping turns one and two to get to the third turn, which is when it has enough mana, the three mana to play Lockjaw. Um, so already by that point, if you skip like two turns, you your Hulk is is sixteen power, um, and uh, because Hulk's ability with High Evolutionary is that every turn that you have leftover mana, he gets plus two. Um, so, uh, Hulk gets like, you know, generally very huge. And even when you get later on turns in Lockjaw decks, you, sometimes you aren't spending a lot of mana. Sometimes you're just throwing something back into the Lockjaw, um, to cycle and you're saving more mana. So like, uh, what my experience of is, of, of it is the general flow of this like Lockjaw Hulk deck is that you, um, are, are usually missing a lot of, you're not spending all of your mana every turn. Um, you keep throwing things back into the Lockjaw path to make, like, these big, strong cards. And also I have this, like, um, uh, uh, thing with uh, Rockslide and Darkhawk for, like, other side power. Yeah. And then by the end of the game, um, not only will I have, like, this massive, sometimes, like, 18, 20 power Hulk to throw down on one lane, but I'll also still have like, you know, a zero mana wasp or something or a a zero mana Mjolnir from Thor to throw back into Lockjaw to get one more chance at like a Dr. Doom or Giganto or something. So this, it's like, it's a pretty crazy deck. I wonder what they're going to do to, to affect it. Lockjaw has already been nerfed a couple times. So maybe it's just that like, leave
0: Lockjaw alone.
1: Hulk, Hulk Hulk should maybe not get as big as he gets.
0: Man, zero cost cards, always causing problems. Am I right? I think you're right. It's always uh, those zero-cost cards, these cantrips. So I think that that has to be it for me, I think.
1: I got to go. I have a place those to Those are video
0: be. games. Uh, WTDGpodcast.com. That's where podcasts live. At Wtdg WTDGpodcast on Twitter to get notifications about when podcasts go live. Uh, on Spotify or iTunes, you can find this podcast, What's the Deal with Games, or WTDGpodcast, where you can write, comment, and subscribe to the show. Thank maybe, you, Ryan I don't know, Gallo guy
1: thank you ryan galloway um uh cammy the, the player Drive rush
0: master the platinum Drive Impact master.
1: the di the di god di god ryan galloway um when he's not di godding he, he we thank him for the use of his music we use the intro and outro you can get it off the bumper. you can here, get it off the off the uh the pop songs the old 20- album the newest album from bumper pop songs 2020 thank you so much you can find uh links to all their merch at, at youtube and uh it's never been a better time <laughs> never been a better time to play to be honest. Thank you, James.
0: Thanks Bye.